Amen. I want Brother Waldrop to come once again. I want him to take his liberty tonight. I want him to preach to me. Amen. Everybody say, Brother Waldrop, preach to me. Amen. Brother Waldrop, preach to me. Amen. I do want to have an ear to hear what the Spirit says. Amen. What a privilege to be in God's house. Amen. In God's presence. That's what really makes it, isn't it? Amen. Nothing like the presence of the Lord no matter where you are. Amen. No matter where you are, nothing like the presence of the Lord. Amen. Reading to this evening from the book of Acts, the third chapter, one verse of Scripture, very familiar verse of Scripture to many of us, I'm certain. The 19th verse of Acts chapter 3 simply says, Repent you therefore. This is the Apostle Peter speaking to those that were Questioning the miracle. And after the explanation, he segued into telling them about the Lord and how that they had done wrong by God manifest in the flesh. And uh, But you can do something about what you've done. Repent you therefore and be converted. Everybody say be converted. That your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Let's read that aloud together. Repent you therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. That is a beautiful verse of scripture. Amen. A lot of meat on this bone tonight. And uh, I know where many of our minds go to. And uh, certainly I would feel quite uncertain had the burden of this message not been birthed in such a strong confirmation of the Holy Ghost this afternoon in prayer. And so, again, I want to have an ear to hear. I want to be mindful of the word of the Lord and the will of God. Amen, amen. I want you to help me preach tonight. Amen, I need your help. Amen, you need to help. Amen, the preacher preach tonight. Amen, I don't just need it, but you need it. I'm going to preach with God's help tonight the rest of your repentance. Amen, the rest of your repentance. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated. Amen. We are entering into uh, my favorite time of the year. Uh, it is in some ways, I guess depending on what the location is, weather related, I love the fall of the year. And most of the time, or a lot of the time in this part of the world, means cool, crisp mornings, uh, warm, sunny days, and low humidity. And if only we could have daylight savings time in this time of the year. 
instead of the hot summertime. Amen. Let's let the sun go down earlier in the summertime so it can get cooler. But I know that's not how the earth rotates on its axis. But nonetheless, not just weather related, but and uh, but I love spending time with family and friends. I love pushing pause on life and getting together, and uh, a lot of good memories. And uh, I have uh, entered into that season of life where it's much more about giving than receiving. And uh, older parents and grandparents can testify. Amen. Something's wrong with you if you don't like to get something, but I mean, I believe something's wrong with you if you like receiving more than you like giving. And uh, I'm saying all that to say this, as wonderful and as uh, good memories that are made and all the blessings of this time of year, we need to keep our guard up and not be distracted. Amen. There is something a lot more important to than our favorite time of the year. And that's the God that's allowed us to experience this season of the year one more time. Amen. What do you say? Let's have a good time and not lose our focus. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, this is a verse of Scripture that we have read as our text tonight. Uh, Quite often misunderstood not to uh, any fault of our own, just simply how the writers of the King James translated this particular verse of Scripture. And uh, we understand repentance. And for the most part, uh, we understand our concept of conversion. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And then we read, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And I have found that oftentimes uh, the meat of the meaning is found when you begin to not only study each word in the original language, but also just Read from other translations and versions and you kind of get a well-rounded understanding of what is being stated here. So for the sake of our understanding, just bear with me as I read a few different versions of Acts 3 and 19. So repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Regret past sins. Now, I know who I'm preaching to tonight. I'm preaching to me and I'm preaching to everyone here tonight. Amen. Let's not be so quick to say, well, I hear the word repentance. Uh, This is a message for sinners. This is a message for anybody breathing tonight. So repent and return. To God, seek His purpose for your life so that your sins may be wiped away, blotted out, completely erased. 
so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Did you catch that? So that these times may come. Don't believe that I am misinterpreting Scripture when I am declaring tonight that times of refreshing are dependent upon our repentance. Amen. And not just our repentance, but as the Lord helps me preach tonight, the rest of our repentance. Repent you therefore and be converted. Amen. I don't want to get ahead of myself tonight. Repentance is not just a trip to an altar. Amen. But repentance is what you do when you get up from that altar. Amen. An old timer said one time, the proof is in the pudding. Amen. It's in your attitude, not just in your actions. Amen. Amen. It's not just how high you jump, but how straight you walk when your feet hit back on the ground. Amen. So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord restoring you like a cool wind on a hot day. One version reads, So then let your hearts be changed and be turned to God so that your sins may be completely taken away and times of blessing may come from the presence of the Lord. Notice the emphasis of this particular version. So we are turning our hearts. We are allowing our hearts to be changed and be turned to God. So because of a change of heart and a change of direction, a change of focus, let your hearts be changed and when your heart is changed, your focus is, amen, changed along with it. And when your heart is changed and you're turned to the Lord, something happens with your sin. Your sins are completely taken away and times of blessing come from the Lord. Amen. Is this all right tonight? So, another version, change the way you think and act. I think we're getting the point tonight. Change the way you think and act and turn to God to have your sins removed. Then, somebody shout then. Then, Times will come when the Lord will refresh you. Yeah, man, it's hard to get a refreshing when you need a repentance. Amen, but I'm going to take it a step further tonight. It's hard to not be refreshed after repentance. Amen, one more tonight, if you will. Now change your mind and attitude to God. 
and turn to him so he can cleanse away your sins and send you wonderful times of refreshment from the presence of the Lord. Change your mind and attitude. Amen. I guess what I'm trying to say is is that there's not only the action of repentance, but there's also an attitude uh, of repentance. There is uh, a mindset uh, of repentance. I know most everybody I'm preaching to tonight, you have repented of your sins. Uh, You've been baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, In your estimation tonight, you have repented uh, and you have been converted. Uh, It meant you have uh, obeyed the plan of salvation. You received the glorious gift uh, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know who Jesus is. You know there's one God. You believe in holiness, but can I tell you tonight, I still need a conviction about an attitude of repentance. Amen. I still need to keep my head on straight when the world is upside down. I still need a right attitude about God and his word and my relationship with God when my faith is under attack. Amen. I need tonight, amen, to anoint my shield of faith. Amen. So I can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Can I preach to you tonight that there's faith involved in your repentance? There's faith involved in every aspect of your relationship with God. I don't want to be overly redundant, but I do want to be somewhat repetitive tonight. I want to get this down in my heart. I want to get this down in your heart. You need to want, amen, the spirit of repentance, amen, to be vibrant in your relationship with God. Amen, the King James reads, as if your sins are blotted out when the times of refreshing come. I can respect that approach just by simply how the King James Version reads, repent you therefore and be converted uh, that your sins may be blotted out uh, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Uh, if we're just reading that at face value, it sounds like uh, he, man, I, I put forth an effort uh, and then God shows up uh, and in that time of refreshing, uh, something happens to my sin. Amen. I understand. Maybe you think I'm just uh, uh, splitting hairs tonight, uh, but there can be no real refreshing without first a real repentance. I want to preach tonight that something happens with your sins first. Amen. We got too many people in Pentecost that want to hang on to their sin and still get refreshed. Amen, but can I tell you tonight, amen, the only way for a real refreshing is through a real repentance. Lay aside the weight 
and the sin that does so easily beset us. Amen. Lay aside the sin and the weight and run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord tonight? Man, I've made the point, but I want to make it again. I want to make sure we've got this tonight. A more accurate translation would be that when your sins are blotted out, there will be times of refreshing. The blotting out of sins precedes the times of refreshing. Amen, amen. You may have prayed through uh, already today. Uh, maybe it's been a day or two or a week or two uh, since you really got something uh, fresh uh, in the Holy Ghost. Uh, can I tell you the quickest way uh, to get right with God uh, is get sin out of your heart. Amen. I know repentance is an old-fashioned message. I know repentance isn't politically correct anymore. I don't know that repentance has ever been politically correct. It wasn't politically correct in John the Baptist's generation because he preached repentance to Herod. You're not living right. You need to get this fixed, sir. That got him put into prison. Amen. It didn't just upset the man in the relationship. Amen. But sis got, got sideways. It meant repentance was not popular. John came preaching repentance. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. And saying, there cometh one after me who's mightier than I. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Can I tell you, there can be no Jesus without a John. There can be no Messiah without a forerunner. There can be no salvation without repentance. There can be no miraculous ministry without first bring forth fruit meat for repentance. Amen. There's got to be an acknowledging. Amen. If I'm a snake and a viper, if I'm a hypocrite, I need not be offended. I just need to get ready because Jesus is. That's really what John was preaching. There's, oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. There's something special on the way. Get ready for it. You can't have what's coming if you don't change your attitude. You can't have what's coming if you don't change your direction. Come on, somebody. Truth Church, can you hear the voice of the Spirit? If the will of God for the Truth Church requires me to get uncomfortable, I want the will of God. If there's things that's been all right all of my life, but then the announcement comes, you better hear.
hear what I'm saying right now? I said, you better hear this. When the announcement comes, something is coming that you've never had before, but you got to get ready for it. I want to be willing to do whatever's necessary. Hallelujah. If I've got to have more consecration to have more revival, I want to be more consecrated. If it means more fasting, I want to be willing. Come on, I don't want to just bypass the message of John and jump into the ministry of Jesus. It can't happen that way. Man, the crooked has got to be made straight. The rough places have got to be made smooth. The valleys have got to be exalted. You mean the way has got to be prepared. Oh my Lord, I feel the word of God in my mouth. My God, can I preach what I feel right now? Amen, but the times shall come when preparations have been made. Messiah will surely come. Repent and return. Somebody say return. This is against our nature, isn't it? When we really mess up. And uh, we get caught. Sorry I got caught is not repentance. Remorse is not repentance. Now, I'm just going to preach my story, my experience. There's things that I've done. I really wasn't sorry that I did it until I got caught doing it. That's not repentance. But repentance is godly sorrow. Paul said, I rejoice, not that I made you sorry. He said, I'm not happy I made you sorry, but I'm, I'm rejoicing that you sorrow to repentance. He said, I'm rejoicing in your repentance. I'm not happy that I made you sorry. I wish you wouldn't have been necessary. But you, you were entertaining some, some ideas. You were being influenced by your generation. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. You, you were making room in the assembly. You were accepting as a brother a fornicator, an adulterer. Now, we got room in the church. Such were some of you. Amen. But if you're living in sin, you need to repent. Amen. But Paul said you got somebody that you're calling brother so-and-so. And he's in relationship what was it, with his father's wife? I guess his stepmother. As somebody said one time, Houston, we have a problem. 
And evidently there was an unrepentant attitude in the, the guilty party. He, he, he was okay with what he was doing and there was a lot of folks in the church that would just accept him as he was. He's all Christian. All right. Everybody else is doing it. And Paul said, I'm going to turn him over to Satan. I'm putting him out of the church. And I'm telling you to sever relationship. That's strong. That's rude. That's crude. That's socially unacceptable. Amen, but it won't be. Amen. The latest news article that's opened up when I stand before God. It won't be the Gallup poll that determines my salvation. Amen. The books are going to be opened. And I'm going to be judged out of the books. Amen. And the books that's going to be opened says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Amen. That's what the book says. I'm telling you, adultery and fornication is still sin. No matter who's doing it. It's still sin. It meant we love everybody, but we don't have to love what everybody's doing. We'll accept them as they are when they come out of the world into the church, but we don't welcome even their lifestyle but we welcome them to bring their lifestyle to an altar, not because we're better than they are, but because this is what the book says, repent and be converted. Repent and return to the Lord. Come back. Come on, I don't care who they are. I don't care why they backslid, how long they've been away from God. If they'll return to the Lord, we've got room for anybody that wants to repent and return. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, no matter who they've offended. Come on, you gotta believe this tonight. No one's exempt. Amen. We've got to stay humble before God because there before the grace of God go I. Paul said, I am the chiefest of sinners. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. But if you repent and return, that's really what convert really means. It means don't just stop. Don't just turn around. But get back where you came from. Get back what you lost. Go back to what you left. And then something can happen with your sin. And when the sin is dealt with, then there can be a refreshing in the presence of the Lord. Repent. 
repentance and returning facilitates your sins being blotted out. Amen. We read about the church at Ephesus. I know thy works. Many redeeming qualities at Ephesus. Yet and still we read, nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because you have left your first love. A lot of times that's interpreted lost. They didn't lose it. They left it. They didn't lose it. They left it. I said they didn't lose it. They knew where it was. I said they didn't lose it. They left it. Amplified reads, but this, but I have this charge against you, that you have left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you had, that you first had for me. In other words, you stopped doing what you used to do. That depth of love that you had, it's not there. Because the relationship and the effort and the investment. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Man, the idea is the longer you know someone, the more you love them. The more you find out about them, the more you love them. Somehow or another, they got too busy and they stopped finding things out about God. They got content with where they were and they walked away from that pursuit. They turned their back on consecration and dedication. I'm preaching to the saints of God right now. Come on, I'm preaching to me right now. Come on, can you hear what I'm preaching while I'm preaching to me? Amen, I know I'm preaching to you too, but I want you to understand, I know, uh, amen, that no one's exempt from what I'm preaching tonight. Uh, we're not good at two-shoes here tonight. Uh, amen, we need help. <laughs> I need not to turn my back uh, on what was facilitating uh, uh, devotion and consecration uh, and relationship with God. Man, he continues, so remember the heights from which you have fallen and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior and seek God's will and do the works you did at first. Return. Start doing what you used. Say it again, there is an action and an attitude of repentance. Read in First Thessalonians. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you. How ye turned to God from idols to serve the living God. Same word as convert. He converted. You turned. You were converted. You turned away from the world and didn't just point toward God, but you served the Lord. You turned to God and served 
the living and true God. Action and attitude. Paul said in Acts the 15th chapter, he's, uh, his missionary journeys are unfolding and he makes this statement. He said to Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord. Let's go back where we've been. Same word, go again. Same word that Paul used, amen, or rather Peter used in Acts 3, repent you therefore and be converted. Go again. Return. Go back. Come on, repented folks, baptized folks, Holy Ghost filled folks. Let's not forget the rest of our repentance. Amen. The rest of my repentance is not just, Lord, would you forgive me? The rest of my repentance is that conversion. Amen. That's that going back. It's not just the action of repentance. It's the attitude. Amen. That says I'm going to take what happened in this altar home with me. When my eyes open in the morning, amen, I'm still going to have the attitude of repentance. I'm still going to be under the influence of the altar when the sun comes up tomorrow. Amen, I hope you're hearing the word of the Lord tonight. I'm not just preaching how to get in the church. I'm trying to preach to somebody, this is how you stay in the church. Come on, young men and young ladies. I hope this is not going over your head. I've got a burden for everybody here. This is how, amen, to not backslide. This is how to not repeat bad history. This is how David doesn't become a Saul. Amen, it's the rest of my repentance. It's the rest of my repentance. Amen, it has to do with Paul saying, lest I who have preached to others should become a castaway. It's the rest of my repentance. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. The Holy Ghost is here to help us. Amen, strengthen our roots of repentance. Come on, there's a wind of refreshing that's blowing in the Holy Ghost here right now. Let's lift our hands and let's praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody, make up your mind. Amen. I'm in the church for good. I'm saying what I'm saying right now for a reason. You can look at my notes later. Amen. It's not in there. Amen. But backsliding's not an option because I've got a revelation of the rest of my repentance. I'm not just coming to an altar when I make a mistake, but I'm going to fix it in the altar and I'm going to stay fixed. I'm taking it home with me. I'm returning. I'm not just turning away. I'm not just shedding a few tears, but I'm going back. Come and we sing a song from time to time. Take me back. 
take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back. Renew my repentance. Renew my revelation. Renew my restoration. Come on, real conversion. Let's love the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost here. I'm not trying to belabor the point tonight. I'm trying to walk in the Spirit. I'm trying, amen, to say what I feel the Holy Ghost wants me to say. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's love Him. Let's love Him together. Hallelujah. Please hear this evangelist tonight. When the world starts looking attractive, I'm too far from God. I need to return to the Lord. When the world starts enticing me, when I start taking second glances at things I used not even take a first look at, Amen. When I start looking back, come on, somebody here by the water right now. Amen. I don't have all the answers, but I know what I feel in the Holy Ghost. When the world starts looking good, it's been too long since I've looked at Jesus. Repent you, therefore, and be converted. Repent and return. 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 Go again. Go again. Go again. heard it and we know it but we need to hear it again tonight ten lepers that cried out for healing and Jesus spoke the word and says go show yourself to the priest and the Bible says as they went they were healed as they went they were healed the Bible said, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, <laughs> turned back. It's not the same Greek word, but it has the same Greek root. In the Greek language, be converted and turned back. They start out differently, but they, those, both, both those words end the same. They have the same Greek root word, the same Greek word foundation, if you will. He returned. He went back. Never saw it like this until right now. But when he went back, Bible said with a loud voice, he was glorifying God and fell down on his face at his feet. 
when he went back, he got closer than he was when he first went. I'm telling you, there's a key ingredient to, to my success in living for God. I'm not just going back. But when I go back, I'm going to get closer than I was before I left. Amen, I don't know how close they were. Amen, close enough to hear his voice. Amen, close enough to hear what he had to say. He didn't, he, they weren't close enough to touch him. He didn't touch them and say, be healed. Amen, they cried out. Amen, lepers, unclean. But would you heal us? I don't know how far they were. But he said, go show yourself to the priest. Close enough to hear his voice. And as they went, they were healed. But when one of them saw, hey, I've lost my leprosy. I can't just, man, go on my merry way. I know I've got law to obey. I know I've got a priest clearance to get. Amen, that'll take care of itself. I'll do that later. But I gotta go back to the one, amen, that gave me another chance at life. And he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell on his face at his feet. I'm telling you before, you may have just heard his voice, but you can return and find his feet. You can return and find his hand. You can return and find his touch. Come on, it's not just the action. It's the attitude. He fell on his face. It's the attitude of humility. It's the attitude of submission. It's the attitude of reverence. It's the rest of my repentance. Times, times. I'm glad it doesn't say how many times I get. It just says when I repent and return, our sins will be blotted out. If I keep the right attitude and I just keep coming back to God. Woo, something keeps happening to my sins. Hey, and there will be times, plural, times of refreshing. Amen, Strong's Concordance defines refreshing as a recovery breath, figuratively revival. Hey, come on. The rest of my repentance facilitates a revival. Hallelujah, revival from the presence of the Lord. Repentance and returning brings refreshing. Repenting and returning brings revival. 
anybody want to be closer to God than you've ever been? Come on, somebody, go back. I said, somebody return. Hey, nothing wrong with tears. Tears testify of sincerity. Tears testify of honesty. Tears testify of genuineness. But it's more than tears. Real submission. Real genuineness. Real honesty. It's not momentary. It's not superficial. It's not temporary. I'm telling I feel a burden on me again. Come on, what we need is a revival of the rest of our repentance. Stand and lift up your voice, please. Oh, let's love him. Hallelujah, I feel in the Holy Ghost. Somebody will receive this tonight. It's going to save you a lot of heartache. Come on, this is a, a man's scar prevention. A man intervention here right now. Come on, don't just let it, amen, go into your ears and Amen. Roll around in your mind. Don't just think about it, but receive with meekness the engrafted word. Let it become a part of you. Let it be grafted in. Let the word of truth enter into your being. Let it become a part of who you are. Receive with meekness. Receive the graft. Receive the implant. Receive the help. Receive with meekness the engrafted word of truth that's able to save your soul. Come on, if you'll not just hear this, but you'll receive this tonight. Man, you won't walk away from God. You won't lose your taste for truth. You won't get weary and well-doing. Please hear me. Please hear me. God didn't unfold this part of my burden until a few moments ago in this pulpit. Please hear this tonight. Amen. Fall in love with Jesus all over again. Amen. Turn again. Turn around. Go back. Turn back. Amen. Don't just get close enough to hear his voice. Don't stop until you can feel his touch. 